Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSC Talk Radio. It's my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. We're going to go straight to the Lord in prayer, and then we're going to get to the show. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, we come before you as a collective body of believers, brothers and sisters, in praise and adoration for you, Father. Thank you. Thank you for all that you have done. You're such an awesome God. A creator God. We thank you for your love and your grace and your mercy. And your willingness to always forgive us. All we have to do is ask and be sorry for our sins. And turn from those wicked ways that we have. We ask for your blessings, Father. I ask personally for your blessings on all those who are listening and on my guest. And on CSC Talk Radio. We ask for your protection, Father, in these days. They seem more wicked than usual, but I'm not sure they really are, just that we can see the wickedness more. Grant us discernment that we can see and understand the truth when we are being belted with lies. May we be able to sift through it all. Grant us courage and boldness. And Father, give us the wisdom that you gave Solomon. For such a time as this, Abba Father, I bring today's show to you. I place it at your feet. I thank you for Daniel and all that he does with Power the Future and for his support here. May this hour encourage and enrage us to stand up and be active for you and all that is righteous. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, some mornings my monologue comes in just in spurts. Or maybe it was the head cold I'm fighting. But it was random thoughts as I began to write this morning. Crisis. Existential threat. Democracy under attack. These are the the constantly repeated words and remarks that we hear from the left, from the politicians. The temple of democracy is what the head prostitute in D.C. says. Have you seen Nancy lately? She should sue someone, seriously. I also read this morning that Americans are more concerned about inflation than climate change or dum-dum-dum, COVID. You can't hide from a virus, and a mask won't save you from inflation, although it does muddle your voice a bit. The existential threat in this nation is the Democrat Party, along with their Republican friends, and their disdain for America. Their socialism fundamentally changing America, taking over our constitutional republic through lies and deception. Build Back Better can be interpreted berate, break up, and obliterate. There is nothing better about anything that Biden has done. Nothing is better with Biden. We are no longer energy independent. We are laughed at across the globe, seen as weak. Invasion on our borders. Now these strangers want to vote. 
Afghanistan debacle or intentional surrender of billions of dollars of U.S. military equipment has left our national security in a mess. Not better. They do not intend to build back better for America. They have spent decades upon decades lying to you and convincing you that America is bad, all the while getting filthy rich on the backs and in their offices, on the backs, on your backs and in their offices. DC occupiers are not statesmen. They're not looking to the future of America, just the greedy occupiers lining their pockets in the now. Just recently, the head prostitute Nancy Pelosi reeked in millions once again on her insider trading. People do what they will do. That's what she said about burning, looting, and rioting in the 2020 Summer of Love, and I guess that's the way it is with politicians. Supreme Court justice lied about COVID numbers. I mean, it was blatant over what, how it's affected our children and hospitalizations. But I heard not one peep from any of those justices. Now, maybe they did, and I just didn't hear it. Not one peep about constitutionally protecting individual rights. Just justices talking about the safety of the collective. Selfish. OSHA doesn't need more power. Climate change is a lie to take our property. Pelosi's face is a lie, but that's another issue altogether. And this constant chatter about our democracy being under threat is a lie as well. And I thought about a song. You might recognize it. Daniel might be too young to recognize it. Stop, stop, stop all the madness. Give us time to think. Stop, stop, stop all the lying. Let our freedom ring. I went to D.C., and there it stood, that temple of democracy. It was led by a woman. I think that's what she was. Her face looked mostly plastic, and her speeches sounded drastic. Stop, stop, stop all theatrics. Give us time to breathe. Stop, stop, stop all the acting. Let's talk liberty. Daniel Turner is my guest today with Power of the Future. Sorry for all the rambling, Daniel. I'm going to kind of turn it over to you. Hopefully you're a little more focused than I am. I was just kind of mad <laughs> and congested. How are you doing, my friend? <laughs> no worries, Beth. It's great to be on with you. I'm doing great. And your monologues are never rambling. Your monologues are always <laughs> incredibly valuable and always very insightful. So I always, I always love to listen to the first part of your show. Oh, well, thank you. God bless you for that. <laughs> It, you know, it you, was you rambling, though, because that's no, how I started putting it down, just different things that were on my mind, and then I tried to pull it together. And uh, But, you know, it is what you need to tell them to stop, stop, stop. I don't know if you ever even knew that song, but <laughs> it was way back I, in my day. I did day. not know that song. No, I apologize. But yeah, well, it, it wasn't necessarily a good one. but <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot to talk about, and obviously, you know, a lot of what you said, they all have a common thread, right, which is what is really our, our biggest threat as a country. Um, we, we talk a lot about threats and Biden is going to go to Atlanta today to talk about threats to our democracy and, and, and Nancy Pelosi has been yammering on about threats to our, our, our republic because, well, no, she would never say the word republic. No, no, threats no, to our, our country because she wants this voting bill passed and they don't have the votes for it. So clearly, mm-hmm. I don't know, an insert insult here, racism, uh, homophobia. I don't know what it is. There's a reason why this bill won't pass and they have to find it. Um, but, now, my understanding coming, is they've they've done something sneaky in New York, and they've got uh, illegal aliens voting. Is that correct? Yeah, I was reading do. something so about that. 
they passed a law in New York City that if you are in America, um, now, again, this is where the, it's so muddled, um, um, it will be hard to prove without voting identification. But the rule is, it says, okay, in New York, there are about 800,000 people who are legal. This isn't about illegals, but still it doesn't make a difference. They're non-citizens. They're green card holders. Um, they're here on permanent visas. I mean, how many people live in New York City for 20 years on a visa because they work on Wall Street, whatever? And oh. so you are now allowed to vote in local elections. And the idea behind it it says, hey, you live in New York City, you're here legally, your kids go to public schools, you should have a say in who the school board is, you should have a say in who the mayor is. And and this is, the the threat here is it, it, it tries to appeal to our good nature, and this is what modernism does, right? It tries to take little common elements of, of, of justice and even Christianity and say, you know what, that does make sense. If you're a nice lady and you've been here 20 years on a visa, and your kids go to public school, you should have a say in who's educating your kids. And it tries to pick up these common threads mm. that unite us of the common threads of humanity and decency and civility. Um, but what it ultimately does is it dilutes citizenship. Right. And, and that is why we have to oppose this. They're going to try to say, hey, you know, isn't it wrong that you try to tell this nice lady she doesn't have a vote in who the mayor is? And the answer is... No, it's not wrong, and she doesn't have a right because she's not American. That's right. She's got she's got the right to become an American. Absolutely, she can apply for citizenship. That's what gets me. They don't apply for citizenship, I guess, because a majority of them are hiding. But if they want to have a say, so they need to be a citizen. And yes, uh, yeah, so well, I hear the music, so we're heading into a break. You're you're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Yes, it is Beth Ann. I know I don't sound like myself, but I am Beth Ann, and we have Daniel Turner with us today with Power of the Future. We're trying to make some sense out of all the nonsense, and we'll try and do that when we come right back. Have you ever checked to see how many minerals are in the nutritional products that you take? Not many if they come from fruits and vegetables that do not average more than 12 minerals due to mineral depletion in topsoil. Minerals are the key to good health and longevity and you need lots of them. A product called Immuno 150 is only $49.95 for a month's supply and it has 70 plant minerals and 80 other nutrients. There is nothing like it on the market. Now, more than ever, you need to supercharge your immune system, and to do that, you need at least 60 minerals every day. Immuno 150 has more than 70 minerals. Visit Immuno150.com, that is I-M-M-U-N-O-150.com, or call 888-316-2224. That's 888-316-2224. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. 
Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. Made in America is more than just a slogan. It's a brand we all look for to better this nation's economy. Liberty Tabletop is the brand of Cheryl Manufacturing, the only manufacturer of flatware in the United States of America. Liberty Tabletop creates high-quality flatware at a competitive price using the finest quality 1810 chromium nickel stainless steel. Oh, and by the way, the steel they use is also made in the USA. The steel is tested for lead and other toxic trace elements, so you bring to your family a safe and pure product that will last for generations setting your table is an important part of every meal the patterns you choose say something about you and your family bringing america home with libertytabletop.com or go to my website csetalkradio.com and click on their link call liberty tabletop at 844-386-2338 use the promo code bethann and receive 10 percent off your purchase libertytabletop.com We have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Daniel Turner. You know, Daniel, um, there's, I don't know what's really got you all wumped up today. You've been on, you've been pretty active on Twitter, but it's, um, you know, I'm, I'm growing very weary of all the lies that we're being told from every single corner. I mean, when, um, the Justice Automator got up and, and, uh, Made all those statements that are are blatantly false. You know, I was just very upset about that because it's just I I told Rui I said I've been listening to this, and I said I don't see them going with individual rights. I see them going with OSHA and Biden, and that bothers me. And um, and the same thing with this climate change stuff. Just they just keep pushing it at us, even though most of it is lies, but they just keep going at it. You know, we used to put the Supreme Court on on such a a, a vaulted pedestal, and and even for history, when we looked at bad decisions, we always spoke with such eloquence about the justices. And and um, actually, the, the 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 Supreme Court really began to become politicized thanks to our current president, yeah. uh, going back to 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 uh, Justice Bork or Judge Bork and his nomination. Uh, I mean, yes. we really have Joe Biden to thank. For turning the courts into a, a partisan uh, apparatus, and the reason why is because they always knew deeply that what they could not do legislatively, um, what they can do by executive order, uh, they can get the courts to just push in their favor. The reason why I give that little intro is you, 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 it makes you wonder if we actually dismantled the system and took a deep look into it. 
is the Supreme Court just as corrupt and and stupid as every other institution in America? Because it when looks you like have it. justice, yeah, when you have Justice Sotomayor, who clearly has a an enormous staff, she's got she's got um, clerks, she's got researchers, she has every bit of knowledge she could possibly need at her fingertip, and she just basically lied because she wants to support vaccine mandates and she doesn't have a constitutional argument. So she came up with, again, this postmodern, let's find things that will resonate with our common humanity, suffering children, families in crisis. And so she made up numbers, 100,000 kids in hospitals. And everyone said, that's not even, we have about 3,000 kids in hospitals and sadly almost all of them have some terrible comorbidity. But that 100,000 number was just completely fabricated to push her agenda and so it makes you wonder boy is the is the supreme court as what is left what's left to csc talk radio <laughs> that's it that's the only institution left in america where i know there there are no it's that comment that what was the line from from the gospel um, a, a man in whom there is no guile right it's the, there is csc talk radio is the only apparatus left in america where there is no guile you know, well, there's definitely no corruption going on here because we're all broke. But you know, it's um, it really was amazing to me when she started doing that, and then you heard some of the others, and they weren't talking. Not one of them mentioned individual rights. And isn't that what America is about? Isn't the Supreme Court there for the sole purpose of double checking whatever it is that's before them? And how it parallels or doesn't parallel with the Constitution. That's yeah. all they're supposed to decide. Not make law or decide whether this is better for you or not. They're supposed no. to decide if it's constitutional. Am I wrong about that? Am I not oversimplifying? No, not, not in the slightest bit. And that is why, uh, you know, we have fought very hard. We being the, the, the conservative side. Yeah has made an effort to put justices who think that way. And quite frankly, we have put some justices in that now we scratch our heads and say, boy, did they come to the wrong decision? But yeah. even if they, they, I thought they had made mistakes, and I do believe, especially Justice Robert, when it came to the Obamacare, I do think he made some, some mistakes. But I like to think that at least deep down in his core, he's not doing this to to advance a political agenda. He's doing it because his interpretation is such and his interpretation, I think, is wrong. But but we, we fight very hard for justices who, who do understand the proper role of the law. And the law is not absolute. And it's not universal. And, and um, you know, we, we talk a lot about what divides our country and, and left versus right and Republican versus Democrat and rural versus urban, which is what I think is very deeply one of our biggest divides as a nation. Mm. But also one of our biggest designs is what – what should government be doing for you? And and the current modern left thinks government should be their role is to take care of you, protect you, enrich your life, uh, provide you with with opportunity, uh, uh, coddle you, uh, bathe you, clothe you, feed you. And and the other side says the role of the government is to protect me from foreign and domestic enemies, and then to leave me the heck alone. And to, <laughs> and, and 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 in the process. If I flounder and die, which sadly people are going to do, you have to allow that. You have to allow the failure of certain people to protect the old system. And again, the left 
the postmodern, the post-Christian will say, nope, we can't possibly watch other people suffer. We can't possibly, so we need to protect them. We need to build all these systems. We need to build uh, uh, health cares and school and food banks. And, and the other side would argue, well, that's what charity is for. That's what human nature will, we will do that. Communities will do that for each other. But, but so what is the role of government? And Sotomayor definitely believes the role of government is there to protect people and take care of you. It, you know, in this election cycle, anyone running for office who has this speech like, when I get to D.C., I'm going to fight for you. No, 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 don't fight for me. Just leave me the heck alone. When I get to D.C., <laughs> I am going to work every day to make sure that, no, 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 I don't want you to do anything for me. Just, just when stop. I get to D.C., I'm going to make sure everyone leaves you alone. And like, you got my vote. <laughs> You're the one who has my vote. I've long said we should send him up there with one of those great big erasers that we had when I was a kid. You know, the little rubber erasers. Take them, when they get elected, you send them up there with an eraser. And how big, how much is left of that eraser when they come back is whether they get voted in or not. They need to start undoing some of these unconstitutional (laughs) laws and legislature. You know, yesterday I made the comment that, you know, they, they think health care is a right. But they'll look at all the Bill of Rights and call them privileges. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is totally upside down what's been going on. Exactly. Exactly. You know, you mentioned in your opening monologue um, this effort, which seems to be bipartisan, that yes. wants to prohibit the sale of, of stock by uh, or the owning of stock by members of Congress. And clearly there is a huge problem. Um, yes. A, a group yesterday put out their report of all the members of Congress from 2021, their sales and purchases, and how Congress totally beat the market. Congress did so much better. Uh, Morgan Stanley should take lessons from, from members of Congress. Uh, you know, if, if you could have Congress set up a hedge fund, you would only make money. And so, um, but I, I differ on, on, on the, result, the the way to change this. I don't think it should be illegal for members of Congress to own stock, I think. I don't like laws that make things illegal for people unnecessarily. But I would like a law that says, how about Congress in real time has to tell us about their stock picks? I want to profit from what Nancy Pelosi knows. If she made a few hundred million dollars in the last couple of years, I'd like to know how she's picking her stocks. And so if Nancy Pelosi tomorrow was going to buy GE, she should announce that to everyone. Today I bought 50,000 shares of GE. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to buy GE. <laughs> so let's make it better for all Americans rather than just – because you know what? If we make it illegal for members of Congress to sell stock, don't you think Nancy Pelosi will just tell one of her grandkids, hey, Timmy, you know, the, the listen to your grandma, grandma here yeah. when I tell you – you know, bet on black, Timmy. You know, we know something you don't. So they will find a way around this. You know, Congress always, every time there's a reform in Congress, a reform, remember Dodd-Frank was going to reform money in politics? Oh, there's yeah. more money in politics now than ever before. It's, so, it's a mess. I mean, and, you know, not only are they profiting by it, they're profiting by it because they're legislating it. And profiting by it. That's what's really bad, isn't it? Yes. Nancy Pelosi will tell you that her husband's just a really good financier, you know. But of course he is, because he can yeah. tell her, you know, if you if you pass something like this, we can make a lot of money. Yeah. And, <laughs> and she can go do and, it. And, and 
And uh, the, the, the argument, I think, to, to back up my, my belief in how we should reform it this way, how we should make it re- requirable by law that they just divulge what they're doing, is going back two years ago when many senators, especially uh, two Republicans, Kelly Loeffler and Richard yes. Burr, when they made millions because they sold their stocks. And they sold their stocks after uh, uh, top-secret intel briefings, uh, about the Wuhan virus, and they saw something yes. coming, and they said, "Whoa, boy!" And and so they made money off of what, what, what the rest of us was going to cause tremendous suffering and pain. That is what's the criminal aspect about it. Now, I agree. I agree a hundred percent. But they are—they're not looking out for our best interests. They are career politicians, and career politicians. If you're in a career, you're trying to make more money, and that's what they're doing. And they're doing it in every which way they can, and they're not protecting the American people. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Daniel Turner, of Power of the Future. And uh, we really are trying to power the future, but I'll tell you what, there's an awful lot of stepping stones along the way. We'll be right back. And we have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Daniel Turner. You know, Daniel, we got a lot. We got a lot going on. And uh, I had this report that was on on your website. By the way, visit his website. You can either go to mine and click on the the lightning bolt, Power of the Future, or just go to powerofthefuture.com. But the cost of climate action. They don't like to tell us what it's actually costing. Not not to mention that it's not possible for it to even happen, but what it's going to cost for them to keep pretending and taking us down that road. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's, it, you know, I think that's one of the biggest lies of all is the fact that they aren't, they're not being honest with anything. And, no. uh, go ahead. No, we just put out a, um, a press release that, um, I think you're on our press list, so you'll probably get it in your email. Okay. Um, but we just put out a press release also today. The Biden administration just a couple, just about an hour ago announced their plans to reverse more decisions from the previous administration and go back to the Obama era when it comes to oil and gas in the North Slope of Alaska. And I am hoping that our, uh, the governor of Alaska, and actually I, I am here right now in Alaska as I'm making this Are call. Yes, uh, it's, it's, um, I was so surprised when I woke up and I saw that I had, um, I had the radio show with you because it's only seven in the morning. <laughs> so I was, <laughs> well, I, was I apologize for that. No, no, no. I was glad I was up at six fifteen this morning. Um, but I'm here in Alaska, and I hope the great governor of this state just uses this as an opportunity to say, "Yeah, I don't really care what Washington says. I'm going to do what I need to to protect my state, to protect its economy." to to have jobs and, and employment and prosperity for our people. I've been to the North Slope of Alaska uh, before. I've taken journalists up there. Um, it is it, When you leave Anchorage to fly to the North Slope, it, it is uh, quicker to fly um, to, to, to Seattle, Washington, than it is to fly to the North Slope. The North Slope wow. is very, very far. Um, in terms of miles, I don't think people realize how big Alaska is. 
Um, it is absolutely basically flat. There are no trees. There are very few little pieces of bushes and, and some growth for the few weeks of the year that there is not complete ice cover. Um, it's amazing there's any life, and there is. There are caribou and there are polar bears and a whole bunch of little critters. And um, But this is not hospitable land. This is not uh, um, Pikes Peak, right? This is, this is not the Big Sur. These aren't beautiful mountains and, and pine trees. This is the, the complete absolute wilderness, except it's in the Arctic Circle. And to say we can't use this piece of land thousands of miles from civilization um, to, to build our economy, to make us less dependent upon foreign countries, um, it's just absolutely absurd. It is the constant political football that places like Anwar and Keystone uh, are for the environmental left. This, this is what gets their activists energized and jazzed. Um, President Obama, President Biden has yet to go to Alaska. The last time he was here was Ted Stevens' funeral, which was about 12 years ago. Kamala Harris has never been to the state of Alaska. For the citizens of Alaska to say, you don't get to tell me what to do in D.C. We are thousands of miles away from you. You've never been here. You, you, you don't know a thing about us. So I don't care what your EPA says. I don't know, well, quite frankly, I, I'm not advocating anarchy, but you ask me what got me going. Things like this get me going. And this is the reason why Power of the Future was started. This is the, the, the power of people who are so far removed from the, the, the blood and sweat of blue collar workers that power and run this country and from 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 manufacturing and mining and obviously energy and farming and ranching and the power brokers in our country are so far removed from the difficult lives that these men and women have uh, and they have absolutely no qualms about passing laws and regulations which which destroy their communities and their livelihoods um, these are thousands of jobs uh, on, on the line. Um, this is a huge industry for this state and for this country. And the callousness with which they say, we have decreed that you are no longer allowed to pursue oil and gas in this area that we couldn't possibly identify on a map. However, this same day, the Biden State Department is in the halls of Congress lobbying against a piece of legislation that will put sanctions on Vladimir Putin's Nord Stream 2 pipeline. The administration wants Vladimir Putin to have his Nord Stream, Nord, uh, Nord Stream 2 pipeline, and they are trying to stop legislation, Republican-sponsored legislation, which would put sanctions on this. And so you have to question your, your sanity sometimes and say, why does this administration hate its own people so much? Yeah. Why does it hate so its blue-collar workers, and why does it love foreign adversaries like so, Vladimir Putin and Xi Jinping. So Putin can have a pipeline, but the American people cannot. No. And, and you no. know, it is the District of Columbia. It is not the dictators. They're not supposed to be dictating to Alaska or any other state. That's no. something that is just, you know, it bothers me because the D.C. occupiers, as I call them, think that that's what they're there for. They know better. They have like four job descriptions, four things they're supposed to do, and they do ignore all of those and they do everything else and they get rich doing it. They're supposed to guard the borders and keep us safe. They don't do mm -hmm. it. 
They're supposed to guard the purse and keep us from going into debt and being unsustainable. They don't do it. In fact, they go the opposite direction with it. The things that they're supposed to do, they do not do. And the things that they're not supposed to do, they go full speed ahead. I hope, I hope Alaska's governor stays put. I mean, I hope he, you know, stands his ground. Yeah. And, and it, it, the frustrating thing is then on the other hand, when prices skyrocket, and they are skyrocketing, yeah. um, then they will have these sham investigations and, and people like Elizabeth Warren will say, we want the, the FEC, um, uh, sorry, the FTC, Federal Trade Commission, to investigate if there is some shenanigans happening and there's collusion and big oil is, is, is colluding to raise prices and they say, no, you, you, you morons. This is all the result <laughs> of your policy. You've made it so hard to produce energy in America. You're making it even harder right now by just taking this huge, vast piece of land, again, thousands of miles away from civilization. You're taking that offline and you're saying you can't even pursue it. Um, and then you wonder why prices are so expensive. And then you have the gall to say, and again, Kamala Harris talked about big meat, right? Uh, the, the, big, the big meat is colluding to raise the prices of beef and pork. And how insulting is that to our ranchers and our farmers? And, and big agriculture is colluding to make sure that, that prices go, really? Everyone is colluding. Suddenly, they're the only ones not American colluding. History. Exactly. <laughs> You know, you know. Um, it, it's just so infuriating, Beth Ann. It makes you it makes you want to buy sixty six acres of of sheep land and live in rural <laughs> Virginia. <laughs> did you get your Range magazine yet? I did, and I absolutely love it. I thought you would love it. I really did. And there's the gentleman in there, and I don't know if he's written in the the latest one or not. I haven't been able to read it, but that's what he does. I call him cowboy, but he's a he's a sheep herder. That's what he does. And uh, so I thought you would find him very interesting, but I'll have to see if he's even one of the writers this time around. But yeah. you know, it's the hardest um, part of herding sheep is wearing the big bonnet and that big staff. I have to walk around with. I don't you know. You know, someone told me that's actually not part of the of the the required uh, uniform. But I don't know. I'm just doing what I read about as a child. So, so I was gonna say that's yeah. what they made you do at every Christmas pageant, wasn't it? <laughs> put a little, put a little uh, one of your daddy's robes on or something. You know? <laughs> I actually did go read my. A little bit of, of the gospel on Christmas morning because let us not forget it was shepherds first to whom the angels came to pronounce the birth of the Lord. And so Amen. I'm not as humble as those shepherds back in, in Jerusalem by any means whatsoever. Um, but it is kind of sweet to know that it was the shepherds who first got the message. And, uh, and, and I'm so, sure you know from raising sheep, you've been at it long enough now that the Lord didn't refer to us as sheep because they were cute and fuzzy. <laughs> <laughs> it's because they're not exactly. too brilliant and they have they have no leader. They have to have a leader. They have to have a shepherd. I hear the music. We're headed into a break. When we come back, we're in the final segment of today's show, Daniel. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Daniel Turner. Power of the Future. They sponsor this show. Without them, we wouldn't be here. And we'll be right back. Have you heard about vine-to-bar chocolate? 
It's the winemaker's chocolate, the world's first chocolate made with well-vined Chardonnay Mark from the beautiful coastal vineyards of North America. Gently pressed grapes are harvested after juicing, dried, and finely milled and carefully blended into the finest dark chocolate. The Chardonnay Mark contains highly beneficial grape nutrients, flavanols, and has a natural sweetness that flavors the luscious dark chocolate. Mouth-watering, flavorful, delectable dark chocolate goodness with Chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients. And it's alcohol-free, too. It's Vine to Bar Chocolate. Order some today at vinetobar.com. That's V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com. Cold ship to your door, it's Vine to Bar. Vine to Bar Chocolate. Visit us at vinetobar.com. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty to your table. For those of you who want to display your patriot hearts, set your table with liberty. The new patriotic flatware pattern by Liberty Tabletop. Your dining table sets the mood for the American family and the American dream. Liberty honors our fallen heroes, the Liberty Bell. We the people with stars and stripes, our American eagle and the Statue of Liberty. Each piece of the Liberty flatware pattern is an art with elegance, high-quality work, and high-quality 1810 stainless American steel. Each piece is unique while conveying the same patriotic message, Liberty for all, and we love America. Order your set now, and a set as a gift for a special patriot in your life. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty home to your table. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive a discount. LibertyTabletop.com or call them 844-386-2338. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rural America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power of the Future promotes jobs in rural America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Stiers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, rural America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. Hi, this is Beth Ann. The inventor and CEO of MyPillow is always looking for ways to solve everyday problems. Have you ever picked up a towel set because it felt so soft in the store, but then when you got it home and tried to use it, it wasn't absorbent at all? That's why MyPillow has developed the MyPillow towels. Towels that work. I know, it's mind-blowing. Towels that actually will dry you. They're debuting the MyPillow six-piece towel set that includes two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. They come in a variety of colors, and right now you can buy one and get one free with the promo code BETHANN. Go to MyPillow.com now and click on the radio listener special. MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty with their 60-day money-back guarantee. To get your 
buy one, get one free MyPillow towel set, go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special and enter promo code BETHANN or call 1-800-978-6168. That's MyPillow.com and the promo code is BETHANN. We have returned. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Daniel Turner of Power of the Future. You know, I know you're in Alaska right now. Sorry we got you up so early. <laughs> I was getting kind of anxious. I said, he hasn't responded yet. That's not like Daniel. <laughs> it's, it's always it's a great way to start the day with you, Beth Ann. Well, thank you very much for that. But um, I suppose you've got some meetings going on there and trying to make some sense out of our trying to yeah, – there is no making sense out of what goes on in D.C. And, uh, you know, I, I truly think, you know, we say this is what Obama would do. I think Obama's calling a lot of these shots. He's He was insulted. It hurt his little feelings that President Trump was actually making good with America, and that's not what they want. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so – it doesn't surprise me at all that they're falling back into that. It does surprise me a little bit, not much, because then I'm thinking my mind goes to thinking in a different direction. You know, they kept it accusing Donald Trump of being a friend of Russia. <laughs> and now it looks like we're just bowing before Russia, giving them everything they wanted that they couldn't have during the Trump administration. Yeah, yeah, and and it is very bizarre because... You know, you, you go back and you look at what this, the purpose of this NATO alliance, uh, you know, started after the, the Great War. And, and the whole purpose of NATO was to be this hedge against Russia's uh, influence in the Western Hemisphere and Western, in Western Europe. And since the war ended, we've had hundreds of thousands of troops in Germany and Spain and Italy. And, and, and the whole purpose of NATO is to stop against Russia. And then we're allowing our NATO allies to buy oil and gas from Russia, build pipelines connecting them to Russia, right. and making Russia richer. Forty percent of Russia's economy comes from fossil fuels. Um, Russia gets richer, and then they don't pay their dues into NATO. And we kind of scratch our heads and say, well, then why do we have 30,000 troops in, in Germany? What, really, what are we doing? Why do we have 30,000 troops in Germany? To protect against an incursion from Russia, if Germany is allowed to buy billions of dollars in oil and gas, it, it makes from absolutely Russia. no sense, does it? None, <laughs> none. You scratch your head and you say, "This is this is this is pure stupidity." We are wasting time and treasure and and the lives of so many young men and women and families uh, to protect against this this threat. Where at the same time we're making this threat. Bigger because we're allowing them to to, to take money from Nato. So, right, you do have to wonder why do we have all of the and you know what, Beth Ann, people like Ron Paul, who 20 years ago everyone thought was crazy, and and but a lot of what he was saying about uh, American foreign poli- policy, you're scratching your head and you're saying there there's right. some real truth to what he was saying. Why why do we have all these troops around the world to protect against China? Uh, we have troops, you know, how many thousands of troops do we have in, 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 in Asia to protect against China and North Korea? And then we just buy most of our goods from China. We ship yeah. our manufacturing jobs to China. 
We allow companies like Disney and Nike to kowtow to China, to thwart American values, to kiss up to China. But then we're going to put all these American lives on the line to say, well, we we got to stop China. Well, the, then stop China. Stop, stop, communi- stop, uh, you know, buying from China. Just stop it. But they won't do that. They will not do that. And and we have to go back to Obama administration when Hillary Clinton was there as the uh, Secretary of State. And she hands over, you know, before she had the reset button. But wasn't that in her place when she gave them the uranium from from the United States? Absolutely. It doesn't make Absolutely. any sense, does it? No. No, it doesn't make any sense. And, and you just have to wonder, you know, who's, who's coming up with these foreign policy decisions and what is the, the logical goal? And, and it, you know, there is a certain thing of cause and effect and the cause of shipping our jobs to China for, for cheaper goods. One of the effects is that it made those companies extremely wealthy. And, boy, are they loving it. You know, it, 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 but it hurt the heartland. And the other uh, effect of that is it gave China an awful lot of money. And what are they doing with that money? You know, yes, they have grown their middle class, but their middle class hasn't embraced freedom. And that was the big lie told to us about China, starting from the from the the H. W. Bush years into the Clinton years. Right. The big lie was that once they tasted democracy, once they tasted capitalism, they would eschew this communist. Uh, 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 upbringing and they would embrace the West and it hasn't. Once they, they tasted all. Once they tasted power, they want more power. Yeah. And they have power. We have handed them power. You know, I heard a long time ago that the United States, when we're NAFTA and CAFTA and GATT and all those free trade or uh, deals that we made, that we are becoming nothing more than a service nation. You know what fries yep. with that? How would you like to vacation over here? That's all we're doing. You know, where where is the American made? Now they're trying to grow it. I mean, we've got we've got people and we're trying to to push the American made products. But I've asked my listeners before, Daniel, and and you know, every time you pick something up, how many people would that have employed here if it was made here? Yeah. Whether it's a bottle of of uh, fingernail polish, I'm sure you're not buying fingernail polish, or a shirt or something else. If you pick it up and it's made in America or if it's made in China, how many jobs did that take away from America? How many would be employed if it was made here? Because there's more entailed, with whatever the product is, there's more entailed than just that one little thing. Yep. You know, there's the bottles, there's the brushes, there's, you know, I'm talking about the nail polish. There's all of those things that are, that it entails, not just one thing. And and people who live in small towns or no small towns know that that factory will not only employ people, but it will likely sponsor community events. And then your little league team has T-shirts that says, right. Bethany's right. Nail Polish Warriors. That's the name <laughs> of the Little League team. And, and, and they sponsor church activities. And, and this is how we've built communities. And, you know. And, and the people that work there, they spend their money there. They go to yeah. the grocery store in that town. They go to school there. They buy their clothes there. Everything. I mean, if it's made in America, the money stays in America. 
Yeah. But that's and, not the way it's going. We've allowed all these things to go overseas, and then we scratch our heads and say, boy, this country that really seems to hate us is, is really violent and rattling their saber. What do we do? Well, we send our military there in response and say, well, we could bankrupt them again. This is this is the, the genius of our, our beloved former President Ronald Reagan. May he rest in peace. We won the Cold War because he didn't allow people to trade with Russia. And there were huge, oh, yeah, influential people in D.C., yeah. Starting with Joe Biden, the senator from Delaware, Ted Kennedy, who were huge Russian uh, proponents, who demanded normalizing relations with Russia, who wanted to trade with Russia. Bernie Sanders went on his honeymoon to the Soviet Union. So there was a huge growing force in Congress, always Democrats, who say, why? let's become best friends with this country who is our enemy. For some reason, when it came to China, we didn't have that same approach. We allowed China, our other enemy, to become rich on our behalf. You know, it's it's a mess, and I hear the music. We're out of time, but um, thank you. Good luck there in, in Alaska today, and keep thank us you. informed as to what's going on. And we'll just keep praying and fighting. That's all we can do, Daniel, is just keep yeah, praying ma'am. and fighting. God bless you for all that you do. You know, without Daniel, we wouldn't be here every day to bring America home. I believe there will come a time when we are all judged on whether or not we took a stand in defense of all life from the moment of conception until our last natural breath. As a teenager, I gave my first public speech in my church. My hand shook, my heart pounded. I thought to myself, I can't do this, but somehow I did. And because I wanted to talk about things that were important, I persisted. I chided my church as a senior in high school for not seeming to care about the not yet born, for looking the other way, and for not taking a stand on life. I will be in earnest. I will not equivocate, and I will not excuse. I will not retreat an inch, and I will be heard. One thing I promise you, I will always take a stand for life. As the United States boldly stepped forward in the glorious light provided by its new constitution in 1787, the nations of the earth were in awe of the newfound strength and hope of this free land. Today, the nation stands at a crossroads, a divergence from the original intent put forth in the United States Constitution has brought grave threats to our beloved nation. A miracle is needed if the United States is to survive. That miracle is, again, the pure application of the United States Constitution. I'm Scott Bradley. In my To Preserve the Nation book and lecture series, I bring forth truths that will help raise up a new generation of statesmen like those noble Americans who founded this land. Vigorous application of these principles will invigorate and restore the nation, and we may become again the freest, most prosperous, most respected, and happiest nation on earth. Visit to preservethenation.com to begin that restoration.